Welcome everybody to this week's part in the disruption. I promise you, we have a great, sh great show in store for you. I am your host, Matthew Potter. Real quick before we get into it, wanted to go ahead and show you our rules over here. Five questions. Everybody will get one minute to go ahead and respond, then two minutes to chop it up after that. Points are awarded during the process. The one with the most points will win. We are going to get into intros, starting with Mr. Disruptor himself, Steve Trang. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What's going on, everybody? Looking forward to another great week. I apologize we're late. Um, CJ has been troubleshooting his computer. <laughs> he literally has, like, how to restart a computer book in front of him. So I apologize for that. Uh, Strand's here. He has promised to be on his best behavior uh, so that we don't get canceled. So I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, we have RJ, you know. It's RJ. <laughs> RJ is just hanging out today. All right. Next up, Richmond VA's greatest IT representative. <laughs> we have Chris Jefferson. CJ, introduce yourself. Yeah, no, uh, Chris Jefferson, Richmond, Virginia. I was uh, just getting educated, doing some reading um, before I educate the panel <laughs> on today's questions that I have not read yet, but I'm going to read right now. Uh, good to see everybody and uh, looking forward to it. CJ got the questions in cliff note form uh, from Barnes and Noble this week. <laughs> that's that's what he's reading over there right now. Next up, uh, we have Mr. RJ Bates III. Introduce yourself. What's up, guys? Uh, excited for another PTD to hang out with all my friends and Steve. Um, and also um, looking forward to hearing CJ complain about housing affordability. And uh, hopefully we can figure out if he can ever afford some Wi-Fi, um, considering the fact that he lives in Richmond. And he all let us know this week how expensive it is to live in Richmond, Virginia. So looking forward to this week's episode. He did. CJ CJ dropped in the infographic for us. He he let us know. Last, certainly not least, we have invited back Mr. Stratton Brown, Strat Daddy, if you will. Introduce yourself. Thank you guys so much for having me back on. I didn't promise shit to Steve. <laughs> I, I made no such things. Not once, not ever. Black History Month is a scam. Black history <laughs> should be every month. Man, like, what the hell are we doing? Let's go. I'm here to win. And do not forget, if you need a virtual assistant in oh your business, virtualhelp.io. I'm ready for today. Might have been the fastest cancellation ever in PTD history. There you go. In intros. We haven't even had any questions yet. All right. Let's get into question number one. Uh, real estate. What was your dream house growing up? Start us off, Steve. Uh, so I lived in La Jolla for a bit uh, in uh, San Diego. I went to UC San Diego for grad school. And I would always hang out at La Jolla Beach to study. That was always the intent. It never got done. Like I was always went to the beach with the best of intentions. And all I would do is either nap or check out all the amazing houses on La Jolla Beach. And there was this one that's just a glass from top to bottom, two levels. That's the dream house. At some point, we're going to go. Well, I don't know if we'll ever live in California. But if we ever lived in California, it would probably be that house. So we will see. Also, I remember I was searching when I was moving to San Diego as a broke college student. Like, you know, what, what could I get? And there was this uh, also magnificent, like 6,000 square foot house on the ocean for $4 million. Feel like I might have missed out on that one. I should have closed on that one with no income. 
Yeah, that, that definitely was a uh, missed opportunity there, Steve. All right, CJ, what about you? What it, what it is uh, your dream house? Mute. You muted. Mr. Technology. My bad, my bad. I was reading the manual um, <laughs> to, uh, to educate Stratton on Black History Month. But nonetheless, <laughs> um, yeah, dream house, definitely Hollywood Hills, uh, something overlooking L.A., with uh with nothing but vibes as steve would say and uh yeah definitely la man with a beautiful house with a beautiful view 100 percent. all right there we go simple clean answer right there all right rj what are we what are we looking for for dream house from rj bates you know it says when you were growing up it's really weird because i never quite understood the way or the reason why I felt this way growing up. But even when I was like 16, 17 years old, I always knew I wanted to live wherever voted opposite of whatever a guy named Chris Jefferson voted. So <laughs> California, Virginia, New York, those are out. So I want somewhere with mountains, a lake, and a hockey rink. That's what I want. I want a hockey rink because, you know, we got to talk about hockey. I'm part of the disruption. I want a hockey rink inside of my house on a mountain viewing a lake and wherever doesn't vote like Chris Jefferson. <laughs> there we go. Question one. We're, we're already into it today. We, we haven't even gotten through the full panel yet. All right, Stratton. What about you? Dream house growing up. Uh, I didn't really have a dream house growing up, but I'd say now I want 10 acres in the heart of Salt Lake City. I want to be able to have a football field on my yard, a 10,000 square foot warehouse where I can put in a basketball court, have all my big family parties, and obviously a cigar lounge, and then have one of those Andy Frisella garages. Like that, that's what I'm looking forward to. And then I could go rent that Malibu house on the beach whenever I want to go there and not have to pay, pay insane prices because that one's really, really expensive. So I guess in in a matter of one week or two weeks, uh, Stratton is now willing to. I be knew you were fucking coming. With, oh, sorry. <laughs> I knew you were coming with. It. I knew you were coming with it. Fell for the trap. Fell for the trap. Um, I would say a close second for me would be the White House. You know, I think I could do a lot of good. Um, you know, presidentialcashoffers.com. Uh, I think we could we can fix this country. We can we can right the ship, as Stratton would say. So I would say close second would be the White are House. You, are you not running with Biden this year? Yeah, um, he, I don't think he's made a Biden formal VP year. pick yet. I don't think he's made a formal VP. Look, it doesn't matter who wins. I'm happy to be VP. I'll, I'll run it from behind the scenes. Biden trained, baby. Biden trains. Chinese, Chinese. I'm, I'm surprised. Chinese ticket. <laughs> did did <laughs> yeah. say they want to live in California? What's that? Two people said they wanted to live in California. Who were the on two? The ocean? Who were the you? two? You and Steve. Oh, the people the that ocean? could afford it. I got you. Yeah. CJ's been formulating that for a hot minute. <laughs> you can stay in the guest house, RJ. You can stay in the guest house. Uh, <laughs> CJ finally checked into the game. He, he figured, figured out his Wi-Fi and he's like, here I am, baby. No, no, no. We'll, uh, we'll build us a little spot out back. An ADU. Uh, with, uh, with wood paneling in there. <laughs> and, uh, we'll, we'll throw up some trinkets and we'll, we'll, we'll toss them away. Oh, with some fake belts. 
<laughs> Played in gold belts for Hollywood, man. Oh, man. All right. All right. That's going to conclude question number one. Great answers. Uh, nice to see that CJ threw the manual aside and decided to come in here. Um, throw throw down on <clears throat> throw down on RJ. We're gonna get into question number two now. In the in the last year, there were two altercations uh, at an award show that were handled differently by both committees. At the Oscars, Will Smith was seen smiling and joking after slapping Chris Rock. Meanwhile, Killer Mike was seen in handcuffs from an undisclosed altercation. How do you ensure your employees get treated fairly? When it comes to serious escalations, start us off, CJ. Uh, look, I mean, first and foremost, right? Like, let's just like for a moment assume that like RJ took the stage, and and you know, it'd be like one of those like uh, like those hockey fights that you see. Uh, we'll let him keep padding on and keep it safe, and uh, that would never happen, right? What happened with Killer Mike was was disgusting man this guy swept the grammys for the hip-hop category uh and got hit for a misdemeanor um but i mean look ultimately right like if you've got a situation where um, and like different people have to be handled in different ways i don't think that makes sense i think that you've got to be reasonable in how you manage everybody in your team regardless of performance regardless of what they're able to accomplish uh so it's uh it's unfortunate that chris rock or chris rock got slapped and will smith was able to sit in the audience and torture him and RJ staring at me on the screen right now. <laughs> oh, man. All right, RJ. Re rebuttal on this one. Um, what are you doing to make sure that everybody's treated fairly on it? Yeah, I, I think at the Oscars, the problem was is they probably didn't have a protocol for someone you know coming on stage and, and slapping a presenter. So that was probably the, the fallout there. Um, I think as, when it comes to our businesses, we have to have actual plans in place for like, hey, what are non-negotiables? Like if there was a physical altercation inside of my office. That's obviously a non-negotiable. Um, you know, whoever starts that or escalated it um, is, is going to be, you know, terminated and, and removed from the company. So I think there's steps that have to be set in place. These are things that realistically as entrepreneurs, we struggle even getting to this point of thinking about that in the future, right? We talked about last week what are a waste of time. People talking about setting up LLCs and buying domain names, all of this. But do we actually sit down and write like SOPs for, hey, what is a non-negotiable? What is a, a, a an offense that could be worthy of a termination? Um, and how would we handle certain situations? And over the 14 years of being an entrepreneur, Cassie and I have had some moments where it's like, damn, never even thought that that could possibly happen. Um, and then because of that, we didn't know how to appropriately react in the moment. So you do need to sit down and take the time to think about all the different things that can happen. Absolutely. I'm glad to hear there's no Friday night fights anymore over at Titanium <laughs> that you've outlawed that. Thank you for that. All right, Stratton, what about you? Man, coming from locker rooms my entire life, there's a phrase that I like that's be whoever you can afford to be. And you hear it from NFL players, you hear it in everything else. I think the Killer Mike situation was disproportionately unfair. But everybody gets treated fairly, not everybody gets treated the same. Obviously, the standard is the standard. 
but for a lot of people, let's say any of you guys who are talking to like your right hand, I'm guessing you can have more direct conversations with that person that goes significantly easier than someone who just came into the company, right? Because they know how you operate and they're used to it. And now we're having that conversation rather than, hey, this person, everybody gets treated the same way because everything is different. Everything is so dynamic all the time. But as long as the standard is met, everybody is treated fairly, but everybody will not be treated the same. And that's how I've taken that. Because if you're the star player on the football team, even though everybody says Tom Brady got his ass chewed, Tom did whatever Tom really wanted to do, and everybody still knew he was Tom. You know, like there was still a drastic difference. And if you touched Tom in practice, you would get crucified and you would be cut and you'd probably never get picked up by another football team. You know, and so there's all those different dynamics that you do need to handle. There you go. All right. Stratton coming with some heat on a question, too. All right, Steve, what about you? What are your thoughts? Uh, unfortunately, I agree with Stratton. You know, I think it's uh, you can't uh, you, you got to treat him fairly, but doesn't mean you treat him exactly the same. Right. If Aaron came in and like punched RJ. I'd be like, I understood your point of view. I get why you did that. <laughs> right. Like it has to be contextualized. It has to be what are you bringing to the table? How long you've been with us? Uh, it's just out of character for you. Right. Like if you've always been uh, a, a contributing team member and you lose it one time, it's going to be treated differently than like, hey, You've been acting this way for the last four months, and we've given you multiple warnings. What is going on? So I think the treatment is uh, is, is going to be different, but we're going to be as fair as possible. And then going back to, you know, with Killer Mike, does anyone know exactly what he got arrested for? Does anyone know? Because I, I, I don't know. I, Chris, what? you sound like you like read about it. I just heard that no. he got an altercation with like a security guard. Yeah, there was all I all I heard was that it was or read rather was there was some sort of altercation, um, like backstage or something like that, and there was uh, some sort of misdemeanor that he was charged for. But so I think we got to get we got to get Nasser on here. We got to get real estate Duru because he apparently is friends with Killer Mike. <laughs> he is friends with Killer Mike. So let's, let's, he, let's he probably get, he probably knows what happened for sure. Yeah. So let's get let's get but Nasser then, on the show. But uh, before we get into that, right? I think you talk about different treatment, right? I mean, Killer Mike over the weekend was on Bill Maher's show, and he kind of alluded that he would vote for Trump, and I think this is what happens, right? Your, your treatment is dependent on your political views, unfortunately. I think there, there's an element of that. Conspiracy theory, I know Chris I is upset with me, but I'm just going to put that out there. Nah, in California, if someone can go and break into a store and steal $1,000 worth of shit and have nothing- 950. Happen. 950. Yeah, like, you got to say under a G. <laughs> We have standards. I can have people break into my homes and light them on fire and nothing can happen. And all these things can happen. But then let Killer Mike have an altercation with another grown-ass man and he gets a misdemeanor. But then there's like an entire homeless encampment outside of the Oscars. That's when it's really out of hand. Yeah, you know, But that, I think the other thing, too. That takes it even to another level. What RJ is talking about, right? Like with, with Chris Rock, I think there was two different things. Or Will Smith. There's two different things. First... They probably don't have in their SOPs. I don't know anyone has an SOP. <laughs> I'm like, hey, what happens if someone comes up and slaps the presenter, right? Like, can you imagine we're right at the Titanium Crucible and someone just comes up and slaps RJ? Like, <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, it would be awkward because it's not like I have security guards here. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do? There's no, there's no SOP. There's no SOP for that. But the other thing, too, is a lot. I think a lot of people were wondering, was this staged, right, with Chris Rock and Will Smith? Yeah. 
there was an element of that too. Stratton, you you brought this up, so I just I have to pick on you a little bit. You brought up the Tom Brady topic, utilizing some of the examples inside of the Patriots organization, Lawyer Malloy, uh, Richard Seymour. They all got cut when they got quote unquote too old for Bill Belichick and the Patriot way. Tom Brady got the same treatment there at the end. So, I mean, were they really treated any? Was Brady really treated differently? Yes. Because Tom was there the longest, and Tom is the one who was setting the standard, you know. And then at the same time, it was really a bad decision on the Patriots' part because there was nothing wrong with Tom. It was more of a political thing than it was an actual output thing. If it was an actual output thing to where he he couldn't meet the standard anymore, he wasn't balling anymore, that would be one thing. But it wasn't. It was more of a political thing. He thought shitty-ass Jimmy G could come in and do something. He couldn't. He can't throw a damn football. Right. And so now here we are. Tom got another Super Bowl. Bel- Bill Belichick can't get another job. So I'm, I'm glad you That's said true. on it. Resonated. I will hire him. I will hire him. He can't get another job. You know, a couple of weeks ago, you disagreed with me. Sounds like you really sat down and thought about your, you know, your misunderstanding of the question. And now you agree with me. I appreciate that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, good old RJ. It's. It's always good to hear from RJ. He's got great insight, great point of view. Always tries to spin things into the the Batesy light there. <laughs> All right, we're going to get into question number three, our viral video of the week. Check it out. Michael Buble from the All-Star Game basically yeah. saying, yeah, I'm on mushrooms right now, tripping balls. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms, and he was lying. So I'll be honest, I thought I was in Blades of Glory for most of the time that I was out there until it sort of settled down and then I realized holy I am at the NHL all-star game (laughs) hey Buble thank you buddy I wasn't the biggest Buble fan I know around Christmas he shows up with the silky voice he's obviously awesome and everybody enjoys him I watched that press conference Buble you got a fan in me pal if you have one fan it's me wow (laughs) all right what are your thoughts on this video start us off RJ yeah well I mean uh the the video itself is hilarious. Um, the fact that I, I guess he thought a microdose of shrooms was going to be okay for him to be, you know, out there on the, he was actually on the ice with the NHL players themselves, uh, which is pretty hilarious. So I, I, is our question that we're supposed to go over? What is our funniest, most yes, embarrassing? Yours. Okay. So mine, so might take a second here. So give, give me some extra seconds. Okay. So I'm on a date. I'm 18 years old. I'm trying to resurrect a, a relationship, okay? I ordered a steak. The steak went down. I choked on it um, and literally had to get pulled out by the waiter saying that my date had already purchased dinner. I was in the bathroom trying to throw up the steak while I was choking. And this went on for three to four hours. I had to be taken to the hospital and the date ended with me throwing up steak all over the nurse's desk and computers. Um, that was one of my, now I look back at it, it's funny, but at the time it was pretty damn embarrassing. We call that a typical Texas Tuesday around here. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Stratton, what about you? Most embarrassing moment for, uh, for you? Man, most embarrassing moment. You guys ever had skid marks in your underwear? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Best behavior. There we go. 
<laughs> a little so, shark, a little shark, bro. A little shark, right? A little, a little shark that I didn't realize was a shark. And um, you know, Kalani does my laundry, and so that was mighty embarrassing. To where I mean, I don't need to explain much more, but like, I didn't think I sharded, but I sharded, and then she saw it, and oh my god, it was terrible. And, and I still live with her too. That I gotta, I gotta think about that all the time when I walk. <laughs> oh man, that's outstanding. Good, good, good work, Stratton. Good work. All right, Steve. What about you? Um, funniest slash embarrassing moment for Steve. All right. So uh, we live nineteen was a huge, you know, coming out party. Uh, I got to speak at Max Maxwell's event. A thousand people there. Uh, Pace, Morby, Jamil, Damji, they fly out to support along with the Bash folks, you know, Jesse Burrell, Evo, Annie, Bryant Apples flies out as well. And while we're out there, a good friend of ours uh, drove up from Houston. Uh, we're going to say Don Donna, right? Just to protect everyone's reputation, <laughs> right? Uh, he wow, flies wow. out. Uh, he drives out to hang out with us. And, you know, um, we were concerned whether he was able to stay at the hotel because Max Maxwell decided to host an event, an outrageously expensive hotel that was $450 a night, right? So uh, someone provided some entertainment on top of the alcohol, right? So uh, everyone but Pace is drunk and a tad high, right? Um, and <laughs> we're trying to figure out how we're going to get uh, Don home, right? And Jamil was like, hey, let me walk you or let me let me walk you to your hotel across the street. And he's like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. And he's like, well, I can order an Uber. He's like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I, I, I'm, I'm fine. Right? Because Jamil knows. He knows that this guy did not get a hotel room at this hotel. He's going to end up crashing in Jamil's room. And wouldn't you know it, I'm too tired. Can I just stay here? And he crashes Jamil's one bed hotel room. <laughs> right? So, again, we're all a little drunk, a little high. And that is one of the best memories I ever had of just me and Evo just laughing our minds off at Jamil's unfortunate circumstance that he has to share a hotel room with one bed with Mr. Don. Um, <laughs> We had, ended up figuring out a situation because I actually had a two bed room. So we had to sneak back into Jamil's room so he can get his iPhone charger. And I actually have, you know, some footage of all this. And we're just laughing because there's a guy that's just totally pieced out and just hanging out, sleeping comfortably in Jamil's bed all to himself. And uh, Jamil had to sleep in the other bed in my room. It is one of the funniest memories, a memory I will never forget. Just me and Evo just laughing at Jamil funniest moment in my life this was this was obviously prior to Steve joining team iPhone or else he would have just graciously given up his charger to Jamil all right what this about was definitely before team iPhone yes what what about you CJ funniest most embarrassing <laughs> moment <laughs> what do you got I don't, I don't know that I was embarrassed the time I sharted um, <laughs> you know uh it just kind of rolled with it you know <laughs> Did a uh, old English swap in the bathroom, you know, and uh, gave a little swipe and kept it going, you know. Uh, 
free balled it a little bit, you know. <laughs> um, so I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. Uh, the most embarrassing moment that I can think of, I don't easily get embarrassed. I don't know that I really even do. I think one time I was doing this event. Uh, I think Steve was there. I think RJ was there. And, um, you know, like I had this moment in the bag, right? It was like a coming out moment. It's closed as Olympics. Uh, just completely smash this call with this seller. And, uh, then I got hosed by uh, Carlos Reyes. Shout out to Carlos. <laughs> respectfully. Yeah, respectfully shout out to Carlos. Um, Carlos did the old trumper on me. And, uh, <laughs> put an old trumper on me, called down to Georgia, and uh, <laughs> got the vote changed. Um that was a that was a little embarrassing, I guess uh, I would say at the moment, but it actually worked out very much in my favor. Uh, so I don't know if that was even really embarrassing, but uh, that, that's what I'd say for sure. I mean, those yeah. are good times. Like you were one of the six best closers. Like that competition, it was pretty dope. I mean, realistically, CJ, you and I can both agree. Being hosed by Carlos Reyes is one of the best things that can happen. In <laughs> yeah, 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 it was. Uh, it's, it's it definitely worked out in my favor for sure. Um, real quick, I want to recap what Steve said in his very long answer. <laughs> I took some notes. Okay, um, at the beginning he said "We Live" was his coming out party, and then he ended it by saying he snuck Jamil out of his hotel room to come spend the night in his bedroom so yep steve's coming out party so willing jamil to come spend the night with him i didn't I know appreciate you going with bears, this. bro that's wild what? you're in the bears so what was actually really fortuitous with that was since i had never done a gummy before um i kind of 420 steve i kind of i kind of overslept and uh because jamil was in the room uh, they were able to wake me up in time to go out and do my presentation. Wow. You almost missed your presentation at We Live. Perhaps. Allegedly. And this is on a this is from a single gummy, and then uh <laughs> I'm just making sure I got like this is like one like a gummy bear. I feel like, you're like when you say gummy, I don't know if you mean like a couple gummies merged together into one unit. Nah, bro, it was like three milligrams. <laughs> I don't see why this matters. He was becoming 420 Steve. He wasn't 420 Steve. Yeah. <laughs> now you, you might, he might be Steve might be anemic, man. <laughs> oh man. That was definitely a good round. Uh point to CJ. First time working on the PTD uh free balling. Before we get into question number four, word from our sponsor, Pat Hilton over at Acoustic Force Media. The world is changing. So is the world of business. It's never been easier to get your message out to the entire planet. Let me help you crack the code today. My name is Pat Hilton. My social media agency can produce you the same custom digital content that landed me on stage at the biggest business events in the world. I've rocked the roof off with the best digital marketers in the game. Getting social media content filmed and produced for your business is now as easy as ordering a cup of coffee and hopping on a video call with your friend. 
we find trending topics in your niche, coach you through recording in the comfort of your home or office, create engaging clips and graphics, then upload them online and manage all your social media pages. Bring your brand to life. Contact Acoustic Force Media today. All right. Thank you, Pat, as always, for being a somewhat proud sponsor of PTD. All right. Question number four. Who do you have winning the Super Bowl? All right. Start us off, CJ. Yeah, come on, man. Shout out to uh shout out to Stratton and Black History Month. Um <laughs> come on, man. Patty Mahomes, man. One of one of our mixed brethren, man. All right. He's going to bring it yeah, he's gonna bring it home, man. Face the NFL. Uh, he's out there looking like light skinned Steve, right? <laughs> just, just, just throwing throwing balls all over the court, all over the field, right? Just tossing his balls, man. I'm looking forward to the game. Uh, he's gonna free ball it, kill it. Uh, I got the Chiefs winning uh, by two touchdowns, and uh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, two touchdowns, no question. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to go down as the greatest QB to ever live, man. Tune in Sunday, man. Oh my God! Wow. Tune in Sunday, <clears throat> man. We're, we're going. You don't think so, RJ? We're, we're going you too. Don't think right. so. All right. Next up, RJ. Who do you got winning? Who do you got winning this weekend? I mean, I, I've got the Chiefs winning, but th this whole thing about Mahomes becoming the greatest quarterback of all time, like, bro. He would literally have to continue doing what he's doing for like another 13 years. Yeah. Like, it's just not going to happen. You're already starting to see the talent around him is starting to age out. They're not going to continue to be able to rebrand re around him. So don't listen to CJ. The, the Chiefs <laughs> aren't going to win. I don't think it's going to be by two touchdowns. I think it'll be a close game. Both teams deserve to be there. Um, I think uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, what the 49ers do, considering the fact that they've leaned on McCaffrey so much and the Chiefs defense is so strong. Are they going to be able to, to move the ball in the air with Purdy? There we go. Some insightful uh, analysis from Mr. Bates there down in DFW. All right, Stratton, what are your thoughts? Who's winning on uh, Sunday? I don't think it's going to be the Chiefs, but I do think Patrick Mahomes is going to go down as the greatest quarterback of all time. Hmm. No question, bro. With technology the way it is now, he's going to have a long career. And just because he doesn't have talent now, bro, the Chiefs draft amazing. They're going to find some more talent, develop some more talent, and keep it rolling. But I think the Niners are going to win. And I, I love the Niners' defense and how stacked they are, honestly. Like, I love everything about it. I love Chase Young. I love the Bosa dude. Fred Warner, if you're like football fans and you watch his tape, is an absolute animal and is like teach tape of how to play linebacker. I love everything. I mean, Debo's a dog. McCaffrey, a dog. Brock Purdy is a solid quarterback. Would I say he's amazing? No. But I, I'm going to take the Niners by like three. I, it's going to go down to the wire. Niners are going to win by three. There we go. An opposing. 49ers fan over here in Stratton Brown. All right, Steve, what about you? Who's winning on uh, Sunday? Man, this is pretty tough because, like, I mostly respect Stratton, you know, <laughs> right? 
especially when it comes to football. But like, I can't imagine a person ever being more wrong on this show. Um, <laughs> wow. So uh, I think for sure it's going to be the Chiefs. And uh, the reason why, I do think the Chiefs are going to be a better team. But, you know, football is any given Sunday, right? Like anybody can win. Except I would say this one because there's just way too much damn money here, right? We're talking about Taylor Swift adding $331 million in value to a football team, That's a right? The, 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 the Swifty Nation would lose their damn minds <laughs> and burn everything down. Like Arrowhead Stadium will be burned to the ground. Right, if the Chiefs lose, so I think the whistles are gonna be a little lighter. Right, the Chiefs might get away with a little more holding. Right, might get away with a little more contact uh, after five yards. I think there's gonna be some questionable calls. So I think the Chiefs are a better team any given Sunday normally, but in in, in this instance, I think the the officiating might be a little more a little more favorable to one team than another. I have to say, you know, Stratton. You know, the, the 49ers defense probably has more talent, but I think the Chiefs defense is more cohesive um, as a unit and has, has outperformed the 49ers talent all year. I mean, just take the championship games, for example. I mean, the, the Lions were able to move the ball pretty consistently against that 49ers D. They, they shouldn't have been able to do that. And, and the teams, nobody's been able to do that to the Chiefs specifically in the second half all year. Um, I think that's going to be the difference in this is, you know, the Chiefs are able to sh basically what they did last year against the Eagles, you know, just shut down 49ers in the second half. I think that the best players make plays in the biggest games and their defense is absolutely stacked and they're all going to step up and make plays when they need to. That, I don't, I don't think it's – I don't think you're underestimating them. But time and time again, they're pro bowlers for a reason, because they make the big plays when they need to. They got a they got a crazy stack defense. Hundred percent agree with that. Fred Warner is a dog. Debo's a dog. McCaffrey's a dog. Ayuk's a dog. But you know who's not? Uh oh. Uh oh. Brock Purdy. There we go. Brock Purdy's not a dog. All right. <clears throat> he's a he's a get you there guy. It's the Super Bowl. It's it's all the pressure. It's two weeks of buildup, two weeks of hype. Brock Purdy, look, it's been media week. The guy doesn't look ready. All right. Everybody else might be ready, but the QB's got to get you there. If we're really sitting here having a conversation about Patty Mahomes, Patty Mahomey, as Steve would say, right? <laughs> getting, getting, getting burnt up, getting burnt up Sunday night. By Brock Purdy? Come on, man. Too many weapons with the Chiefs. They got the run game right now. Like RJ said, their defense is strong. They got weapons all over offense. Don't see it happening. I don't know. Uh, what's the sticky stuff, Stratton? As long as as long as Kelsey can get 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 his hands good, then the Chiefs I think are Kelsey steps up though. If you over the playoffs, Kelsey is always performed. He's always performed. I don't like the hate on on Brock Purdy though. I mean, what has he done to deserve the the hate here? I mean, it's if you go back and watch that NFC Championship game, he made a ton of plays to get them to come back. Dude, you're talking about a 17 point deficit at halftime. That's Most teams point. do not come back. They come back to take a double digit lead on in that game. And I know there's turnovers and bad decisions by the Lions and all that, but Brock Purdy had a, a big part of that as well.
He's not a playmaker, man. He's not a game changer. You got to be a game changer when Super Bowl. I don't know, bro. I don't know. That I'm, he still makes plays. No one is Patrick Mahomes, but Brock Purdy's still out there making plays, bro. I'm the not saying Stratton's he's not getting right. Plays. I'm saying a playmaker, a game changer, man. The only thing Stratton's getting right is saying, I don't know. oh man all right so that was a great round come to find out apparently cj has conversations with steve that none of us are uh you know invited (laughs) to so (laughs) we're gonna get in we're gonna get into question number five it is a dead heat coming into this one so it's anybody's game today as a business, how are you adapting to new technology such as Apple's new eyewear? And do you want a pair? Go ahead and start us off. Uh, go ahead and start us off, Steve. Yeah. Uh, so there's this newer thing coming out. I believe it's Offerbolt, I think. I think is what's <laughs> going out there. Um, it's a way to automate offers, you know, joint venture deals and, and this and that. Uh, so I have an inside track with a developer. So I would say absolutely. You know, we're looking for every bit of advantage. The one thing we don't do is we don't try to innovate in that we don't create new tools. You know, you see a lot of these guys like, hey, I'm all in on AI. I'm going to go deep dive in this for, you know, into a cave for like four to six months. We don't innovate. Right. What we do is we look for the guys that will go into the cave and innovate and leverage their tools plus our business so absolutely we love using new technology there we go other people's new technology it's like it's like (laughs) opm it's like other people's money just with technology we call it opt all right next up uh cj what about you uh yeah 100 shout out to steve for the offer shout out um yeah man we've been like really hard on technology for the last couple years and and put together a really cool piece of software really built around AI automation and follow-up pipelines and just doing really crazy stuff with it. Uh, we've been using it for a little over eight months now, and it's it's an absolute game changer nationwide. Potter, you've checked it out. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you're not ahead of technology or at the, the, the forefront of technology, you need to make sure that you're close to somebody that is. Uh, oftentimes what you see is a lot of these things and conversations, tools, strategies are kept in like quiet rooms and, and these high ticket masterminds and stuff like that, uh, which is why it pays to get coaching was why it pays to build relationships with people. I remember like paper lead is like the biggest word in the industry the last 12 months. Uh, like five years ago, people were talking about paper lead. People were doing tons of business, you know, way before COVID with paper lead. So yeah, if you're not ahead of technology and building relationships, you're going to get left behind. Shout out to Offerbolt. There we go. Never a plug around here on PTD. <laughs> All right, RJ, what about you? So as a business, how are you adapting to new technology? So like Steve said, we're we're not going to go out. We're not going to innovate. But if you consistently show the entire industry that you're the best at what you do, the ones that do innovate will come to you. Now, I don't know why CJ hasn't come to me yet. Apparently, he just doesn't feel like offer bolts quite there yet. Probably you just <laughs> ready one. for the king closer. But I got this fancy new belt. <laughs> See, this, is, this is what happens when you're the king closer. Future number one affiliate. Three simply. King closer, RJ Bates. 
They come to you. You don't have to come. To, the technology chases you down when you're the king closer. So this came in the mail last night. Uh, CJ, bro, do better, okay? <laughs> I mean, what do you even say to that? How many belts does RJ have now? Like, what is that, his 64th belt to go on the wall back there? He's got, he's got belts sponsored by Chick-fil-A now. How many have I bought myself? I don't, four. <laughs> there you go. We we got an answer from Stratton. Four. All right, Stratton. What a what about you, man? What are you doing with new technology? Man, I think new technology. If you aren't keeping up, it's going to absolutely destroy you. Now we have everybody in our companies getting used to using whatever, like ChatGPT. So it doubles to triples the output of your people. And then we've used now new AI voice recognition technologies to make our overseas hiring process simpler right there's all these different things that you can just apply over time but i think like with the offer bolt stuff there's all sorts of like mls offer stuff right now there's even ai cold calling stuff coming out that we're looking into and applying i think now more than ever i do think you kind of if you want to make the real money i feel like you got to kind of dive into a cave or find that dude who went into the cave super early because like chris said you need to get that five years ago if you really want to make the margin that it's actually going to bring to your business. Cause as soon as it's mass market, all of those, let's say all the spread is gone. As soon as everybody finds out about the spread, it's capitalism. It's gone. It's away. So if you can get into those rooms, go be the, I don't want to say go be the guy who's going to deep dive into AI. I'm with Steve. Don't go be an innovator, but find the man in the cave, become his best friend, go buy him some cookies and then implement it into your business immediately. No, so you, you gotta get him, make a ton of get, money. Get him some. You gotta gummies. get him the Kroger. You gotta get him the Kroger uh, veggie tray. That's what he wants. Right? So, <laughs> veggie tray with ranch, man. Right. So look, <laughs> RJ's I want cheese kind of go, man. I I want to help RJ because he he was confused. I just wanted to just 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 go back here, just a snapshot in time, right? <laughs> if you're the best, they will come to you. CJ, why haven't you come to me? Like you answered your question. There you go. There you go. There you go. Clearly, <laughs> CJ knows the product is not ready. That's why he's testing it out on the peasant. No, you you said like it. You before if you're the best, they the will team. come to you. Now you're trying to modify, right? Yeah. I didn't know you were John Kerry. You're going to flip flop. Like what are we doing here? Yeah, well, RJ, respect the boat, man. Respect the boat. This is a true fact, though. I mean, this is a massive problem. Oh, is that a fake fact? That's though? good. All right. As technology comes out with new things, there are so many people that are not in a position in their business to be trying to implement new technology without it being tested, without someone else coming along, like CJ saying, hey, to my entire community, this is tested and it's been used in my, my business, now use it. I see that as being a huge problem where newer wholesalers newer business owners they go out they chase that unicorn this is something i talk about all the time where it's like hey guys pump the brakes stratton was just talking about ai cold calling that's also something that literally i've had multiple people reach out to me and say we could take all of your live calls that exist rj and we can literally make the ai cold call just like you for your students literally rj bates would be cold calling is that something you want allow someone like me to go out and do the work on that to see if it's something that could be productive rather than chasing that unicorn before it's perfected that's what i was talking about there with cj you want to hear the biggest scam i think that's going on right now 
with AI. Are we, are we ready for this? I don't know. Like, please. All the people pushing out like the AI lead system that's been out for like six years, and they just decided to remarket it as, "Oh, this is all AI," and it's been the same thing for the last six years. And when I used it the first time, it was like okay at best. No, nobody wants to talk about that. You, you guys know what example? I'm talking about? I don't want to put the company on blast, but I've seen six different people white label the software. Put them on blast. Why? Why <laughs> did your biggest scam not have anything to do with Trump or Black History Month? I, I thought we were. I thought we were ending the episode the way we started it. Well, so you know, I'm gonna niggas for Trump. Give me oh Trump God. or give me death. You know what it is. <laughs> Yo, pray for straight and shout out to Steve. Happy birthday. Uh, RJ, I will say, RJ, I think I reached out to you like six months ago. Bro, you have not texted me in seven months, bro. I'm going to check. I'm going to check. My phone acts weird sometimes, so I'm going to check. My service is crazy. You know that, man. The service is crazy, but I'm going to check. Only with CJ. Only yeah, with CJ I, does the text get lost in the mail. Text is crazy. My texts are crazy. I think I hit you up six months ago. I'm going to double check. If not, I might I might change your life. We're, look, this is the bolt, baby. We're not gonna we're not gonna send you plastic belts. All right, we're not, we're not gonna talk to you about affiliating dated technology. All right, what was working five years ago? We're gonna talk to you about what works in the future, man. This thing RJ, is it's not that heavy, bro. Pounds. It's not that heavy, dude. Come on, <laughs> it is if you're RJ. This thing is legit. Right? It is if you're a Hall of Famer and peaked in Pop Warner. Oh man. <laughs> so Boy, are you a CJ winning right now? I I do. After he after I will dedicate two points to Stratton. Stratton wins today. All right. So we're gonna go two, we're gonna go two to Strat. We're gonna take away two from RJ. There we go. We got we got it down. There we go. Anybody else wanna donate to the church of Strat? No, anybody. No, any. No. It's a tax write-off. Uh, RJ, RJ I, just I, paid it. RJ just did his tithing for for I this we week. Need to have, so we had we had an emergency meeting last year, and I think we need to have another one about Stratton. <laughs> so, right last year was like, hey, what are we doing here? What, what can we do to promote this? I think what we need to talk about now is how do we make sure we don't get canceled? How do we make sure we're not offending people's sensibilities? Offending, uh, bro. It's their own choice if they want to be offended. <laughs> what do you mean? That's their choice. It's not my choice. I'm not offending anybody. <laughs> Very introspective. I appreciate that, Shred. Thank you. There we go. I'm 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 gonna cut it. Uh, I'm gonna cut it. Uh, based off of RJ's generous donation to one eight hundred Strat Daddy over there, we have Stratton winning his first and probably final episode based on the fact that you know we may not be on the air any longer we're gonna go ahead and do outros we had a lot of fun with you guys today we hope that you had fun as well stratton as our uh as our winner this week go ahead and uh you know say bye to the people first thank you guys so much for having me on my opinions do not reflect the opinions of the show or steve trang <laughs> but shout out virtual help if you guys need a virtual assistant in your company reach out to me thank you guys so much for having me on RJ, I'm sorry you peaked so early, bro, but I'm telling you, if you get back in the gym, you may have a chance. <laughs> Steve-O, you don't have to wear your masks anymore, bro. It's over. It's been like four years. You don't have to wear your masks in your Tesla anymore. You can stop getting boosters. CJ, I'm still, I'm still thinking of something for you, bro. 
and then no has lightning bolts in the background but we're gonna fix it we're gonna get <laughs> uh there we go all right next up steve say bye to the people I think Stratton's mistaken my Vision Pro in my Tesla for a mask. Uh, no, I am trying to get views and followers. That's what you're seeing when you're seeing me in my Tesla. Uh, and then when uh, Stratton says that his views don't reflect us, his language also doesn't reflect us. And I am concerned for Stratton's well-being because I think he's going to get hauled off like Killer Mike uh, for his statements on today's show. Congratulations on your last win. I don't think we can have you back on the show. There was a undisclosed altercation and he's no longer here. All right, CJ, say bye to the people. Bye to the people. Um, 7 p.m. Eastern tonight, man. You know where to find me, man. Startflippingdeals.com. Uh, RJ can come learn how to use AI automation to, uh, <laughs> to, to let, his, let his VAs focus on, on YouTube channels and, uh, and not making money in his real estate business, man. I'll see y'all tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern. Peace. Last, certainly not least, say bye to the people, RJ. Yeah, with today's victory, uh, Stratton has now got the same record as Fresno State did his senior year, <laughs> one and 12. One and 11. One and 11. One and 11, my one bad. 11. <laughs> I actually Googled it, and Google came back and says, no one gives a fuck. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't exist. Nah, happy so, birthday, Steve. So my my bad, Steve. <laughs> we were already that kind of an episode, though, so it was okay. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, Stratton. Um, you know, I love how you roasted me, even though I gave you the victory. I know, bro. I thought about it as soon as yeah. I did it. I'm sorry, but I had. <laughs> you must have thought about me the same way CJ thought about me with Offer Bolt. Uh, yep. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. Love hanging out with all my friends. See you all next week. All right, everyone. We hope that you enjoyed this show. Tune in next week. We'll see you guys later.